everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of Real Brave Live. My name is Dan, and that's Kevin to my right, and uh, welcome to another exciting episode of whatever this is. Real Brave Live. Real Brave Live. Nice. Thanks. You're a little cut off. Oh. What, my head? A little bit. I'll sit back. So am I. For that matter, I won't do I'm that not. Again. I'm not tall enough. Hi, Dan. Hey, Kevin. How are you this week? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we're trying to get it together. We're doing this early now. Yes. I guess. Yeah. We're trying it. We're trying to do something a little different. We'll see how it goes. We had a uh, a good week. We, we've. This is my second time in a week doing this. Uh, talking to the people of Facebook, the good people of Facebook, and and the YouTube because we're going to start posting there. Right. And um, you look fancy again. Yes. What's the deal? Well, these are these socks are, are me. It's actually on my face on them. It's a Kevin sock. Okay. Is that what you're asking? No, you, I didn't get the memo again that you're you're all dressed up and you've got no place to go. Well, you know, I dress like this every day. And I come here. Fair enough. It's a, it is a pleasure. Yes. To come here. Absolutely. Yeah. Every day. Okay. <laughs> if there's any feedback, uh, we had a test right before we went on. If there's any feedback, just hit me up on this thing and say, you know what? This doesn't sound good and you need to fix it. That would be great feedback. Yes, it would. Or if you have any feedback on the show, uh, can I give you an update on my week? Yes, please. So this week... We uh, launched a, a very important um, site. Uh, well, part of the site, it's PracticePad, is the new subscription portion. Yes. And uh, if anybody out there has ever uh, put together software, you'll feel my pain on this. It's, it's been a, a long, awesome, weird road, but um, that's, that's happening. So the subscription portal is worldwide. Cool. As of right now. Actually, we have, today we have 20 leads. No joke. No joke? No joke. I can't wait to start teaching people in, like, all over the place. I mean, from Cambodia, uh, Hawaii. Canada. Li Cambodia. Thailand. Greenland. Uh, Ukraine. There was one from Ukraine. Uh, Latvia. I I'm pretty sure it's, um, it's all legit. I haven't gotten in there yet, but... You ready to teach at 4 o'clock in the morning? You betcha. <laughs> I, well, as you know, I don't sleep. I only play music. That's true. And you just work here. That's and, it. and work here. You, you are an indentured servant. This is correct. I'm voluntold on a daily basis. I am the high exalted ruler boss yes. of the universe. All right, this is court-appointed community service. Yeah, thank God you were arrested. Yes. So um, the other thing that happened this week is we, we interviewed um, the, good, the good man, Andrew Geislings. On oh, yeah, his, uh, yeah. You took part in some of that interview. Yes, I, I caught some of that. That was really great stuff. So the reason why that was important is it hits home for me on uh, talking to artists. He's someone that works for us, but he is honestly a legit artist who has a voice. He, he has a very specific way of, of playing music, singing. His guitar work's really like unique. Mm -hmm. He's an illustrator, and if, if you're interested, go check it out. It's probably like the, the one uh, post right before this one. Um, SoundCloud, Andrew Geislings. Yeah, yeah, SoundCloud, uh, Andrew Geislings. Thank you. The other thing is uh, live music. I actually had a really good post today on, on social that really kind of gathered some steam, as they say, which was, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yes. Uh, these people miss live music. With it, an arrow. With a, with, yeah. Pointing and to. People were liking it and putting little sad faces. Yes. This is how we communicate now. Yeah. Emoticons and likes. Yeah. And subscribe. Yeah, please subscribe. But uh, it is true. I mean, we've, we've been missing live music for, jeez, I mean, it's been eight months, nine months? Yeah, eight or Probably eight. the last like big concert that anybody's gone to is maybe eight, nine months ago. Sarah and I had tickets to go see uh, Camp um, with the Lumineers, and uh, that was canceled. And that was the last attempt we had made to go see any live music. That's just sad. Yeah. I mean, what are we going to do? We're just going to... Look, it's a pandemic. I'm not downplaying that. But music, 
and gathering is is long been a part of our life prior to Facebook. Yeah. A couple of years. Was life before Facebook? No. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> but it's coming back. It's starting it's starting to in small ways. You know, it's like when Jeff Goldblum in uh, the, the, the Land Before Time says, life finds a way, music finds a way, not the Land Before Time, Jurassic Park. That's a different movie. But they're both about dinosaurs. <laughs> both about dinosaurs. Music finds a way, uh, and in this case, live music. So, you know, while uh, we're socially distancing, wearing masks, and while it may be diff- difficult to be in a theater or an arena crammed next to each other in a mosh pit, we are, as musicians, finding ways to um, transmit the joy of live music in a a safe and responsible way in in 2020. Nobody has done that yet. Except for the Flaming Lips. What has the Flaming Lips done? They've they've done uh, promo stuff, but in bubbles. I saw that. Yeah. The crowd were in giant hamster balls. Yes, yes. I want to find that. That was the, the coolest concept I, I think I've seen for, for live music so far. It's It was the bubble show. The bubble show. And um, I don't know. Can I don't you know imagine, if going to work. Imagine being in a bubble? No. Well, I am a little bit. Right. Uh, every every day. Thought bubble. Big thought bubble. This is. I'll put this up on the screen here if I can. Here we go. Yeah, it was a... Uh, this is courtesy of Rolling Stone. Thank you. This is, um, where is this? Oh, it was a, they were shooting a, a space bubble concert um, for their, they actually have a new album out, I think. And uh, for this tune, do you like the Flaming Lips? I do. Uh, Yoshimi, Yoshime. Okay. I only know the one album. That's a great uh, album. Yeah. But, oh, let me put that back up because. Oops. Yeah, it was just it was probably what like fifty to hundred people uh, in. You can't. See, can you see this? I can. I'm looking at it. Bubbles. What do you think of that? I think um, it's at the same time really cool because I've always wanted to be in a giant hamster bubble just to see what it's like, but at the same time very terrifying. I think um, I would get immediately claustrophobic and uh, uh, gasping for breath. Even though they they seem to be ventilated to a degree, right? Um, but also, you got to wonder what that does to the sound quality. You know, are you hearing <laughs> the bass? Are you hearing the high end of the hi hats? Oh, are it you, has to sound strange. It, I mean, probably sounds like you're putting your ear through a cardboard tube. It's what I imagine it to be like. Although I won't know until you buy me a giant bubble to walk. Around I can in. put you in a giant bubble. I have no problem with that. That would be great. Amazon sells them. I'll get to work uh, sending you some links, and uh, we'll see if we can get in there next week. If you want to see Kevin in a giant bubble on the next broadcast, uh, please like this post. Smash that like button. I will get in a giant bubble. (laughs) I'll do the whole show from in there. I can ruin a whole movie for you if you want. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Bubble Boy? No. Oh. That's a great movie, by the way. I I haven't seen that. Like 1999, he lived in a giant bubble. Hmm. I'm sorry. This is excellent. Uh, it's not a movie. It's a show. But it's a book first. Then it was a show. Okay. Stephen King. Uh, I think it's, um, it's a dome. Dome. Yeah. As soon as I get on here, I turn into a bumbling fool. It sounds familiar. Um, uh, again, Jake Gyllenhaal and Bubble Boy is really... That's for me. Under the dome. Under the dome. Okay. I just turn into, like, just an absolute... Thunder the dome. Idiot. As soon as I sit on this chair. I it's, can't remember a thing. This is true. I, <laughs> I see it from week to week, and it's, um, it's one of the highlights of my week. Usually you're so, you know, composed, and, like, I have a, a thought that I know how to convey, and then you sit down. I'm usually pretty good, and I can't remember a book that I read and a show that I watched... And it's it's really simple, but it's not happening. 
So yeah, sorry. So if nobody's like this yet, bubble concerts, and I guess I'm not going to be in a bubble next week. That's fine. That's all right. I'm okay with that. Um, I I think maybe a more practical, uh, and I, you know what? I brought notes. Oh, you did. Notes. All right. Oh, okay. What kind of notes? Quarter notes. Eighth oh, notes. eighth notes. <laughs> I think maybe a more practical. Um, uh, uh, means of live music that a lot of artists have begun to explore is um, drive-in, drive-in concerts. Much like drive-in movies, you come in your car, you pay one ticket per car. You can cram as many uh, socially distanced people as you can in your car. Okay, and uh, you enjoy enjoying the concert that way. Uh, specifically, I can name off a couple. Bush, remember that band Bush? Uh, Gavin. Yep. Rossdale. Yep. Did I get it right? I'm getting better. 311. 90s band. Yep. Did the rap, reggae, tone, yes. rock thing. Amber. Amber is the color of your energy. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of a bar at 3 o'clock in the morning. Go. Uh, Sublime. Everybody knows Sublime. Of course. Wait. They're, they're playing shows? Yeah. How? And drive-ins. With who? With whom? Uh, 311. <laughs> Who's the singer and the guitarist? I don't know. I didn't look that <laughs> far into it. Isn't he the whole band? Uh, pretty much. Um, whose name is escaping me. But we have five people watching. Viewers, plural. Yeah, That's it's great. getting up there. Who is the lead singer and guitarist for Sublime? Please comment the correct answer below. First correct answer wins... Nothing. Brett. Bragging rights. <laughs> it's nothing. There's um, no budget for and this the show. And the admiration of all of all of us. Uh, so there's no budget for this show. Um, and Mark Ribelay. Have you heard of Mark Ribelay? No. Who's that? Uh, Mark Ribelay is a very vulgar. Um, he started as a YouTube artist. His shtick is loops. So he's actually a very multi-talented musician. Uh, drums, piano, uh, excellent vocalist. Got a great baritone. Um, but he'll like loop. Uh, these melodic ideas or these rhythmic ideas, and he'll do like funk, R&B, rock, and um, I think he would—he did one of the first driving concerts in the U.S. Um, he, a part of his shtick too is that he performs in just uh, tidy whities and a bathrobe. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's—it's um, it's really something to behold. But the fact that there's something going on, you know, either be bubble concerts or. Um, this, the, these drive-in shows, uh, NPR's Jazz Night in America, hosted by Christian McBride, did a really great uh, expose on the Philadelphia jazz scene. Uh, very recently, did you do your research? A little bit. Proud of him. Um, where a lot of jazz artists, including I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the screen, just you, Ornell Evans, just you, it's one of them. Um, the, uh, uh, a phenomenon that's happening there is um, concerts on people's front lawns, in their neighborhoods, on their porch, you know, on sidewalks. Famous people, though, doing it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, people, I mean, famous people in the jazz world. Famous jazz people. <laughs> but uh, it's... it's there, isn't, that, isn't that like a, a, a double entendre? Uh, oxymoron. Or an oxymoron. Yeah, famous jazz musicians. Yeah, that doesn't exist. Well, not anymore. But um, Louis Armstrong, uh, in 1950, 1954, he did. Um, he talked about. He was alive during the span. He was a uh, a teenager during the Spanish flu, and the things he talked about in the interview from 1954 is there was no more live music. Yeah, the government put a clamp on on outdoor gatherings and and. And yet, slowly but surely, things started to get back to normal. Small, outside, front porch uh, jam sessions became Interesting. larger gatherings. And as the, the, the world healed, so did the, the musical world. So um, if there's any hope, then we can you know, look to the past at, at what's already happened and what's happened since. And there's been a lot of stuff happening since. If you look into Louis Armstrong, um, who is just one of the biggest mightiest names in music mm. 
in music history. So really? much, so much influence. It's it's ridiculous when you look into Louis Armstrong and you find out the influence that he had on music in general, and you see all these crazy pictures of him. I, I put a couple up here. Um, Louis Armstrong is uh, he he <laughs> single-handedly um, made jazz. Yeah. What it is, what we're, what we're, mainstream jazz. Yeah, he, he popularized the genre. He brought it out of, from like this niche culture to uh, niche? niche. Niche? I think it's a, it's a disputed word. Uh, this Nikkei culture to what it is today. Um, you know, he, he brought a lot of other jazz artists into the mainstream, um, notably uh, Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, her collaborations with Louis Armstrong, some of the best musical works of the 20th century. Um, yeah. I took a whole course on jazz. Yes. A whole course? I did. Nice. When I was in, in the school. Zappa doo bop. Zibidi boop boop bop. Zibidi bop. <laughs> was that on your final? Yeah, it was like, uh, yeah. There's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he not only jazz did he influence, but popular music in general, and um, well, all, all the music we have today, we, we uh, can attribute in some way or another to Louis Armstrong. Here's his Wikipedia page. Yeah, we invite you to go on there and do your own research and make it all wrong. As always, we <laughs> we need fact checking. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think. This we um, we got right. Um, so yeah, live music in a small way starting to make a comeback. I think we'll continue to see that unless things get worse before they get better, which they might. And at least now we're more emotionally prepared for it. But um, hmm. if we if we can look at any lessons from uh, the Spanish flu of 1918 to today, we'll music is not dead, nor will it ever die, and live music will be back eventually in a big way. Lars Ulrich Ulrich. From the band Metallica. Metallica. Me <laughs> um, yeah, that they've got major balls for making that name whatever. Yeah, they wanted. Yeah, it could have been Metallica. 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 There's, there's. Be careful. The last time we we talked about Metallica, we got destroyed. Yeah. So uh, just briefly, Lars predicts that we won't have like arena or concert rock. Uh, by the earliest, you know, late 2021, fall of 2021. And that's the earliest, and that's if, uh, you know, things continue to uh, improve. Um, and why does Lars get to say? That's that's the question here. Yeah, I don't know. He's not a scientist, as to my knowledge. He's not a doctor. Yeah. Um, he's a drummer. He's a drummer. For a rock band. <laughs> what are you trying to say about drummers for rock bands? Nothing. I just think that... Um, why does he, why are you using him as the example? I mean, they do tour a lot, and I'm sure he has the inside scoop on his tour. I just happened upon his interview in. Uh, you happened know. upon. I, happened I like upon. that. Yeah, it happened upon me to bring it up, and that's one person's speculation, and not even mine. I'm just reporting it, so this is now like fourth removed from the source. Okay, uh, so. According to Lars Ulrich, Ulrich, <coughs> Ulrich, Ulrich, the live music 2021. However, okay. uh, this past Halloween, um, check out uh, our Facebook page. Check Ooh. out earlier posts. I have that pulled up. Uh, before we leave that, um, yeah. I uh, have a picture of the 1918 pandemic. So I just put that up there for everybody All right. to really depress everyone. But. Um, Yes, go ahead, please. <laughs> I got a couple seconds delay over here. I'm curious. Ah, Halloween. <laughs> uh, we performed live. We as in? Jeez, that's depressing. It oh, my depressing. God. That's a really... That's an awful picture. Bummer huh? picture. Thanks. Welcome. <laughs> Halloween, this past year, uh, the Oakland Tricker Trunk, which I had been saying wrong for for a month I was saying trunk or treat because that uh, 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 syntactically made more sense to me okay um, the trick or trunk parade 
Uh, it was a socially distanced event right here in Oakland, right across the street at the library, where we performed, uh, and by we, I mean students at Real Brave, uh, our Real Brave Ambassador Band, which is a, a group of students who are extremely talented and extremely uh, dedicated toward practice, and, and, and uh, they have leadership qualities, and it's a, it's a great thing to be in. Um, they love performing live, and they've been asking me, when can we play, when can we play, when can we play, and this seemed, to me, this was like a perfect opportunity because it was outdoors, Yeah, it was distance. Uh, we had a rehearsal here that was distance. We were all on different sides of the room. Um, so we got to play a couple of tunes. We played uh, a little bit of, uh, I forget, some ACDC. Some Your favorite band. My, Tell me more about ACDC. I think the singer Brian Johnson is a, an artist. Tell me what you really think about ACDC. We also played um, some. <laughs> we played some Michael Jackson. We did. Uh, who wrote uh, Barracuda Heart? Heart. Yes. So we did a few, and then um, uh, uh, another band came and took the stage. Uh, Wishbone, uh, which is comprised of three real brave uh, instructors, uh, Liam, Nick, and Jordan, and one of their friends. We should do some video concerts, Andrew. I 100% agree with that. Thanks, Andrew. Um, and thanks for volunteering to do the first one. Well, he was voluntold. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was our, our band, and then uh, and then Wishbone, and it was great. It was a blast. It was the first time we got to play live. Uh, my I, first time I got to play live since. Uh, January. Right. So. Because right around now, what popped up in my feed was one of these concerts. Real Brave concerts. Oh, really? Yeah. Popped up in your feed? Popped up in my memories because Mark Zuckerberg lets me remember things. Yeah. And he likes to put that salt in the wound. Yeah. He's just like, listen, your life is terrible. Remember this? <laughs> Boom. Aw. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right around now, we'd be, you'd, you'd be. That's right. Or we'd be working on uh, putting a show together, and, and that's not happening. I mean, we're about 12 feet apart right now, and we do wear masks, and we have all sorts of ionization here, but we can't have 50 people in this room. It's just not a good idea. Not yet. Um, but we are getting use out of the stage. Yeah. By being on it. Yeah, we're, we're filming videos. We're, we're a TV studio now. We are a TV studio. I've filmed more TV TV uh, video than in uh, the past two months than I have in my life. Um, I have the uh, the show up here. It looks like you guys are playing some music. Oh yeah. Who's um who's drumming? That's uh our one of our students, Jake Fiorello. Got a wig on there. He was dressed as Ziggy Stardust. Was he really? Yeah. That's amazing. What about uh, Emma? What's em she? Emma. I think was not in costume. No. Um, I was in uh, not costume. I was just dressed fancy. You were fancy. not. You were dressed as Kevin. Just fancy. And then the fabulous Mike DeProspo. Yes, filled in on a, on a uh, guitar. Um, which Hi, Mike. Was, was good. Mike, if you're watching. He's not watching. Hello. Nobody's watching. Nobody. Well, Andrew is. Andrew's watching. Hey, Andrew. Thanks so much. <laughs> I really needed you here today. <laughs> uh, cool. Well... If I had another 20 hours in the day, that, something I would love to do would be to try to put together some sort of concert, you know, with famous people, in, like a drive-in thing that you were talking about. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. But there's, there's not enough time in the day. I can barely uh, get what I'm supposed to be doing in. Um, oh, Sarah's watching. Sarah Lords. Hello. Hi, thanks, Sarah. Thanks for tuning in. How's it? How's it going, guys? You guys are good. Um, uh, many of our viewers might remember Sarah Lords as uh, one of our top fans. She, she is one of our only fans. Uh, she is there. I imagine watching with Theo. We need some pictures of, of Theo. Um, so I'll, I'll make that a 
priority for next yeah. week. We can do a whole cat theme again. We've done that before. Yes. That was one of the, the highlights of my year last year. Oh, ooh, can we also review Cats, the musical? We did. Did we? we? No, the movie. Oh, we did. It was weird. It was really, really weird. Do I have any pictures up here? No. I have this for some reason. It's Eddie Van Halen. None. Yep. Oh, you know what? I have this. He was a cool cat. I have, like a good neighbor, stay over there. (laughs) With a cat. With Grumpy Cat. There you go. Yeah. You see that? Anyway. (laughs) It's still up. Uh, you know what I really need? A producer. <laughs> I need a producer. <laughs> this is really hard to do. I think it's. Fu- I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. I think uh, it's a it's a challenging job to host and produce a, a podcast. It's not easy, and um, all the preparation I did too. Yeah. Did you have notes? Maybe any more notes? I have. I have one more note. I don't know if we have time to talk about it today. Uh, we do. Do you have to go somewhere? No. All right. Well, just back to work. I have to pay bills. Talk, talk about that optimum yeah. bill? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about that optimum bill. Hey, Liam. Hi, Liam. We're good. Um, Led Zeppelin. Ooh. Yeah. Was in the news last month. Why? After the Supreme Court um, refused to uh, hear a case... Uh, of uh, copyright infringement from the band Spirit. Yeah. I don't know about this. I got this here. Hang on a second. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Led Zeppelin is a rock band. Uh, A hard rock band. Hard rock. From uh, late 60s, early 70s into the early 80s, I believe. I believe. Uh, They were one of my favorite bands growing up. Um... Uh, they have a very, very famous song called uh, Smoke on the Water. What? Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's a, a, a legal battle uh, over whether or not that introduction, that uh, very famous uh, guitar introduction, was... Um, can you do it? You can do it here. I can absolutely. Um, although we might get sued by spirit. Ooh, I, I'm into it. Let's do it. So let, let me the, let me put you on the screen here first. Yeah. Are we in tune. Playing it on a very awful. The neck is so warped on here. It's like a. It's literally like a bow and arrow bow. It's crazy. <laughs> ah, sounds so good. Um. So <laughs> if you're not aware, Stairway Heaven goes. The song by Spirit, which the name is escaping me right now. Oh, I can tell you. It's, uh... I don't remember. It goes... It, yeah, it's like... Bum, bum, yeah. Bum, oh, yeah. Bum. Which ignites the argument to me, if that's a, if you're trying to copyright that, then you're trying to copyright a, 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 a descending chord progression. Yeah, uh, and not only just a, a chord progression, uh, a very common one. It, it's, it's actually so common, it's called a line cliche, um, where you have this stagnant upper harmony there, and a descending chromatically... Baseline, uh, and it's it's so common. You know, there are so many examples of that being used. Okay. Uh, or my funny Valentine. Don't know the words. There's Liam walking by. It's it's 
it's just a device that exists in music, much like math is just math and exists, and nobody discovered math. Right. Um, so I think I think that the uh, the legal grounds on which, unless you know, they're, they're copying note for note, rhythm for rhythm, um, it, it doesn't really stand up. Well, the jury, which concluded the two songs were not intrinsically similar, hmm. uh, were not allowed to listen. Oh, the song is called Taurus. During the trial, hmm. had... they weren't allowed to listen to how, it. How how do you make a decision without listening to the song? The spirits really got that song under under wrap. Uh, this and other alleged errors led to an appeal. Uh, the appeal went to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court said, "Nah, yeah, get out of here." I mean, imagine if "Stairway to Heaven," the most vaunted, overplayed song, wonderful overplayed song in the history of Guitar Center, was like like a copyright infringed song, and like Led Zeppelin lost the rights to it. What happens then? Then you're allowed to play it in Guitar Center again. I guess. Because right now you're not. No. You get thrown right out. Um, oh wait, this is interesting. Mm. Uh, let me get rid of this. Uh, Andrew's saying it's also um, Michelle by the Beatles. Yeah, that was <laughs> one of the examples I tried to pluck out. Is that what you were trying to do? Understand? Oh, that's what you were trying to say. Michelle. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed that. I'm not. I'm famously not a singer. No one in uh, all across the world has a man with a beard who can't sing. Yes. Me and Santa Claus. Santa Claus can't sing. Santa Claus can sing. He no. wrote songs. No, no. Santa no. Claus is coming to town. He wrote that. Come on. About himself? Yeah, no. of course. No, no, no. But speaking of Santa Claus, it is Christmas time. The snow's coming down. Yep. I'm watching it fall. Um, yeah, Halloween's done. Christmas starts. What's the song? What's the, oh, all I want. Yeah, so all I want for Christmas is you is going to start playing again. Yeah, uh, my favorite. Yeah, my favorite of all the Christmas songs. Only could be made better if it was sang by Brian Johnson. <laughs> all I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, oh, we should do that. I can't stop imagining. Can we do? We should do that. We should put that together. Actually, I have a friend who does a killer. Brian Johnson, killer, killer. Your drum killer. No, like he can. He well, he used to be able to nail it. Matt, if you're watching, uh, all I want for Christmas is you with the real brave uh, band. Yeah. You on whatever you want to play. Great. And uh, yeah, and and then Matt play could sing. Uh, Matt could sing it. Well, I mean, look. Mariah Carey doesn't want a lot for Christmas, right? There's only one thing she needs. She doesn't care out the presents underneath the Christmas tree. Uh, she just wants you for her own. So what you're trying to say is that I'm not a lot? No. Well, I'm, I don't I, have worth? Is that <laughs> what you're trying to say to me, Mariah Carey? More than you could ever know, make my wish come true because all I want for Christmas is you. Oh, do I still have the? Can't play it. We'll get we'll get shut down. I do still have it. Ah, oh, good. I missed that. Yeah. I missed this. This is fun. Yeah. Do we have anything else planned? Nah. We're gonna talk about our 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 own musical lives. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> Uh, it's been a, it's been a long forty five years for me, but I'm here at least. Do it, still doing music, kids. If you're if you're keeping track at home, uh, I'm making more than a dozen dollars a year. Well, you uh, often have famously said that "Real Brave" is the best song you've ever written. Thank you, sir. That is one of my most uh, uh, and it cute too, sayings. It too has netted you dozens of dollars. <laughs> It has. <laughs> we have a publishing company. We should probably do something with that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what, mm. but we could. 
Okay. It, it exists. I get... What is a publishing company? Publishing company owns half the rights to whatever said song that it um, tries to publish. Usually, sometimes more. So for me, personally, I had uh, this whole... I'm with BMI, and if you know what BMI is, it's... Uh, it's I worked for a company called BMI. It was Big Mountain Imaging. It was a billboard company in Philadelphia. This is not the same thing. Not? No. Okay. no they're in music. They, they handle all the uh, intellectual... Well, they, they, they monitor the, the tunes. Let's put it that way. Let's not get too technical here, folks. Okay. It's, I mean, really. We have a, a system that's over, what, 80 years old, and they just manage all the songs and where they go, and then they keep track of it, and then they give you 10 bucks a year. So uh, that's what I did, and... Um, it's really great passive income. It's, it's good. Passive, it buys nothing. It pays for three months of a Hulu subscription. Put it this way, I, but this you have, is this you have is, to get the version with commercials. Yeah, yeah. and I have that. Yeah, I have a. Uh, all kidding aside, so there, there's, there's one song that we we got a major publisher to take. This is in the year two thousand, way back. You were how old? Ten. Thank you. And they, uh, it was a big deal. We were gonna be, it was gonna be played on a major show. Uh, Was that Believe? No, no, that was only a couple of years ago. Uh, but it was going to be played on a major show all around the world, and you know, they, we sold the rights for like, I don't know, $500 or something like that. And it was probably played, no joke, a million times. I'm not even joking, because it was played all over the world. It was on reruns. But there's a stipulation in, in um, when you play all over the world outside of the U.S. Uh, you get paid a lot less. Oh, uh, okay. So that's the deal I signed. All right. It wasn't in the U.S. It was the reruns outside of the U.S. Probably played who knows how many times. Do you remember what show? Uh, the Real World. I hate to... <laughs> cool! No, but it was The Real World. Real World is a hit in the 2000s. Yes, it was. And it was played many, 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 many times. But, um, you know, the, the initial returns were a couple hundred bucks. But after that, it was... Yeah. And, there's, and this is a, a song sung by many people. So uh, get a good lawyer, folks. Hmm. Uh, but the, the other thing with, you know, being a musician in, in this crazy world... I mean, I, I joke, dozens of dollars. I mean, I did, I did okay. But you really have to... Uh, in this day and age, it's, there's so many people making music... I can't even keep track of it. That, to me, is dizzying. And not only that, there's so many more platforms today with the internet than there were, I'm sure, uh, in the year 2000. In the year 2000, there was still CDs, man. CDs. It was it. You would send your CD in. CDs guns. CDs. <laughs> CDs, and uh, we would send those CDs in to whatever, and maybe somebody. I worked for a publishing company. We would get CDs and just throw them out <laughs> because you didn't take unsolicited material. You had, you had uh, it had to go through, um, you know, a, a route, and um, the the plight of the unsigned artist is someday, man. Seriously, like that is going to be a thing. I don't know how, but. Uh, some, maybe something with the record company, the uh, publishing company, something with here. Well, I mean, you know, with with the the live music state these days, you know, there's a vacuum. There's a real vacuum for for these uh, unsigned, unpublished artists to really sort of get out there and you know do a a, a, a front porch concert and and start building a following and and to start um, crowdfunding. Um, my uh, one of my favorite bands, Wolfpack, completely crowdfunded. They don't have a label; they're totally independent, no label. But it's Wolfpack, though. It's they're they're a, a highly regarded band. Only through their you don't happen upon them. I did happen upon them. You happen upon them because they a through word of mouth of a friend. They sold out Madison Square Garden. Yes. Okay, so let's. Back to my point, the, the plight of the unsigned artist is that one out of X hundreds, if not thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, and I'm not trying, if anybody wants to do this for a living, I'm not trying to make you frustrated. That's very difficult. You have to really love what you do. 
to be. What successful. did they do to, to for you to happen upon them? Um, uh, I again, it was a word of mouth from a friend. They did. Uh, um, they did uh, fund an entire tour based on a. Uh, a, a loophole in the Spotify uh, oh, yeah. agreement where like they played, uh, they released Sleepify, which was just a silent album that they asked their fans to just listen to on repeat, repeat while they slept, and they made like thirty thousand dollars from doing that. Wow! From just silence. Wow. Yeah. Spotify was not happy. No, they violated the clause that the artists shan't make money. <laughs> They have their own publishing company, I would assume. Mm. I don't know. I would assume so. Would the publishing company is going to administer the copyright, you know, collect the collect the funds, as as you will. Sue Led Zeppelin. Yeah, because they wrote a chord progression that I wrote. Yep. Come on. And that was actually my biggest downfall as a songwriter. Is I tried to write really original music. That's a that's a hard thing to do. The irony is, is that if it's too original, it no, it's not. Gonna, it's not accessible. Yeah, but if it's if it's too, there's so many chord progressions. Show butt to the camera. Uh, how how many of us have heard this? You know how many hundreds of songs that four chord progression is. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. Take on me, take on me. Or, uh, I'm your biggest fan, I follow. Do you love me, Papa, Paparazzi? Can you feel the love tonight? There's hundreds of songs that use that same four chords. Yeah. And somehow... You know, you're you're sacrificing originality for sure. Yeah. But while originality is here, accessibility is like way up here because it's just a familiar sound that people are comfortable with. Right. You know, um, how many blues songs are there? The blues, the twelve bar blues. And that was in a previous version. You're not listening to the blues for. Um the content or the songwriting you listen to for the guitarist yeah I mean most people um I I get I got tired of the blues uh it can be tired somewhere in like my late high school years and I started realizing that like how many times can I hear that same scale and be wowed by it I mean look how many uh there's just too many. There's too many singers. Let's see what we got here. We've got B.B. Uh, King, Eric Clapton, Steve Avon, Jimi Hendrix, Muddy Waters. Google, come on. Robert Johnson, Muddy Waters, then <laughs> uh, all these other guys. John Lee Hooker, Helen Wolf. I mean, you can argue that... Johnny Winter. You know, the, the, the blues transcends that 12 bar form into you could say that Led Zeppelin was a blues band because they have blues songs Le the Lemon song is a, is a 12 bar blues yes. uh, Jimi Hendrix's uh, Red House is a 12 bar blues um, et cetera a Crossroads by uh, the Cream uh, Eric Clapton okay no Cream that's not even a Cream song that's a Robert Johnson song Ooh, so there are you know there's there's like a uh, repertoire of of blues songs that have been done many many times in many different ways. We've got uh, the BB King, the Eric Clapton, the Steve Ray Vaughan. He was the first guitarist in the '80s that I listened to. I was like, wow, that's actually kind of cool. The Jimmy, the Muddy Waters, Robert Johnson, the Buddy Guy, Albert King, uh, Joe Abanamasa, Abanamasa. Never listened to him, but he's amazing. Oh, you didn't even look up blues guitars. You just looked up guitarists. Yeah. No, blues. I don't see it. Blues. Oh, I see. You selected it. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, you can you can also argue that, like, uh, Van Halen 
at, at, on a certain level as a blues guitar player because he uses the blues scale. And the blues scale goes... And then from that... And then you do the Van Halen, like... You know. Is there any math- mathematicians out there? How many combinations of notes in, the, in modern uh, music just can we, can we put together? How many different combinations? Of There's actually an excellent video by Adam Neely, uh, where he actually had somebody built a supercomputer to calculate that out. Yeah. And the answer is in the billions, I think. Really. Different combinations of, of, of notes to get different melodies. You factor in all twelve keys. You factor in all the different intervals between each note. You factor in all the rhythms that they could take. You factor in all the different time signatures and all the different. Uh, Tambers and all, all of that, all of those variables, and it is really in the billions. But how many of them are accessible enough right. to sell? Is the question. Which is why computers will be making music for us before I buy my last concert ticket out of here. There is a um, a bot. Um, I forget where you can find it online, but you input four notes, and then from those four notes, it improvises. Yeah. Uh, based on an algorithm, uh, a Bach Corral. They don't always sound great, but they, they sound like Bach. Kinda. Yeah? Yeah. Robach. In this um, list of people who played the guitar, there's one striking thing in here that I, I uh, you forget. Not many women. Not many women. Mm. Bonnie Raitt, and I've actually never heard of Sister Rosetta uh, Tharp. Oh, she's a great, great blues guitar. I've never heard. I'm gonna have to listen. Yeah, but it's only how's that possible? The, the guitarist from Heart from the '80s, um, forgetting her name, she's amazing. Uh, crazy. Although you know, you go to Instagram and you just oh yeah, plug in guitar player and it's it's a mixed bag. You know, it's it's pretty even, diverse. Probably better than you think. The, the people that made it are the ones that are just the, representing the ones that are probably better than them. Right, yeah. Who's the first name on that list? On this list? Yeah. B.B. King? Right. Well, he's regarded as like the king of the blues, but you know, all those names on that list, somebody got them on that list. And then, then it leads to a bigger conversation of like the music industry in general and how certain artists are made more famous than others. And you and Andrew were talking about it, I think, last week, talking about the, the pop culture scene on, like, how, how, did, how did this get famous but this didn't? Yeah. How uh, is uh, uh, Fire by Katy Perry, how is that a famous song? You just said it. It's more accessible to the ear. There's notes put together that just, well, first of all, it's, it's pushed in your face, right? And yeah. then it just becomes ear candy. I know what I don't know what the answer is, but when uh, when faced with music that's out of the ordinary, people will will react to it. Like I got a text from my daughter, who's 15, maybe 2 months ago and I almost passed out. I wish I could pull it up right now. And she texted me who is this band? I really like them. And it was Pink Floyd. Oh, cool. Shine On You Crazy Diamond was uh, the song, parts one through four. All right. That's Sam that said that? What's Ava? that? Ava. Ava. I couldn't believe it. And she puts it on every once in a while. Like, I'll hear her listening to it. And that's That's, that's one of the main songs that pushed me forward, propelled me forward to, to learn. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, to really learn guitar at um, that first solo. Yeah, that, that Pink Floyd is, you know. That's a blues band. Yeah, but did you, did you listen to them prior to their like more popular stuff? It was it was like blues. No, it was avant garde. Oh, very very arty, it's artsy. Oh, it was, a lot of it was like prog rock almost. It was very prog rock. If you're if that was a thing in the seventies, all you got to do is listen to because uh, I'm forgetting the name of it. Discography. Let's do this. What's up? It's up. No, it's not. 
That's not up. Uh, yeah, all you have to do is listen to. Uh... Why isn't a discography up here? That's not cool. Albums. They changed it. I will say that my favorite music is the the, the music that like I haven't heard before. Omagama. Was it? Omagama. Omagama. Listen to that, and then you'll be like, oh, okay, starts to full of secrets, definitely. You'll be like, what is happening? Uh, Piper at the Gates of Dawn. That's, yeah, that's a new one. Yeah, that's, you know. It, it's very dated, but when you listen to what they're trying to do, it's it's like, okay. And I've gotten into fights, like verbal altercations with people about this. Uh, and that's all like P, uh, pre-Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton was not in Pink Floyd. Right, 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 I know, but what I'm saying is... <laughs> Piper at the Gates of Dawn. That's that was the prog rock sound album I was thinking about. You know, it was still very much Pink Floyd. I never got into Peter Frampton. Um, you turned me onto that one album from him. Oh, you're talking about Genesis, not Peter Frampton. Uh, selling Britain, England by the pound. Yeah, that's Genesis. Okay. Peter Frampton is uh, Peter Frampton. Genesis is a whole different. It's just well, there's... it was pre-Genesis. Yeah. What I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So it, I, I thought it was very prog rock before prog rock was prog rock. It was just progressive rock. It was very progressive for its day. I, I want to check those Pink Floyd, Genesis. But the music I like today, you know, that's the music that doesn't sound like anything. And for a while it was like, you know, like Beck, Radiohead, very inventive, very original um, sounds. Two of my favorite uh, artists back on Radiohead. Just two. Without these bands, they wouldn't exist. Exactly. Farting Pixie. Okay, that's enough. So, uh... What did we learn here today? We've learned a lot. We went, we went all over the place with this one. Yeah. That's okay. Need content. I hope everybody enjoyed this. Sarah Lords, are you still watching? Take that as a no. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's uh, let's sign off. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, thank you for uh, taking part. Um, that's all I got. See you next time.